Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The best of two pros and a couple of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Can you get a feeling in the air? There's something going on. Can you smell it? It's the Labor Day extravaganza known as college football and yeah. inundated by college football. 87 college football games between now and Monday. Mm. Good God. It's a lot of football. Let's go. How excited does it make you? It's just because it signals that the hard part's over. (laughs) And now we're off and running. You smell it? What was the hard part? Well, the hard part was trying to get through discussing NBA play-in tournaments and all the other Mm. crap that was – Put on the table. Hey, do something with this. Okay, here we go. Try right. doing it by yourself one week. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know. Just, just saying. Come on, you had help. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> you had help. Yeah, what what you mean? <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> and by the way, if, if that was my if that was my fine schedule, I would have got fined $10. Yeah. That but, was yeah. passive aggressive. That's all right. Listen, I, I don't. Uh, I'm not it was just to, passive. It wasn't really aggressive. To dock anybody ten bucks for anything, and furthermore, <laughs> at this point, who you needs, don't pay it anyway. Who needs to bring it? None of y'all pay it. I'm the only one who paid it. I, I don't I, recall seeing anybody. I made a payment. Oh, once. Jonas knows. I sent him a screen grab. I made all a payment right. once. I sent him my monthly fine. You yeah. did not make no payments, brother. Yes, I did. I made a payment. No, once. We both I gave Q. I gave Q it, but yeah. I mean, I listen. I, I'll admit it. I, I what? I got fined like twice, three times. I don't know. Yeah. And, I ain't paying. You know what? I didn't. I did not. I did not handle the payment. Like I, I'm. Be honest. You know. I yeah. I didn't I, trust Lee. Jo- Jonas Jonas made his donation to the D's I, Foundation. I did. I did. The did D's. Me. Yeah, the D's. The D's. Yeah. Nuts. <laughs> By the way, uh, D's nuts Ooh. and D's boots are on the ground in Minnesota for Minnesota. some Minnesota, Nebraska, Big Ten to start off your college football docket there on a Thursday, 8 Eastern time, 7 o'clock local in Minnesota as we've got the Gophers and the Huskers. Minnesota, seven-point favorite, courtesy of our friends at DraftKings. Brady Quinn, how excited are you? I mean, we're talking Ireland last week, Minnesota this week. I was looking back through my notes, too. I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, like the last three or four matchups as well, Minnesota has won by seven points. Like, it's been some, like, eerie – well, let's just set the line at seven points because that's basically what the margin of victory has been the last three contests for the last three years. So, there you go. You know what it is, though? Like, what's awesome about the 87 games that are being played, there's different storylines with, with each. And with Minnesota, P.J. Fleck has built a program up kind of quietly. Like, I don't know that he gets enough credit for the job that he's done in terms of the success that they've had. They've won back-to-back years, nine wins. Three of the last four, they've won nine plus. They won 11, I think, what, four years ago, the year before COVID. I mean, you'd have to go back before World War I 
the last time Minnesota had this sort of consistency of winning, back when here, here, talk like this. Yeah, hey, oh. yeah, how we doing there, sir? Come over here and uh, let me uh, pour you a drink, there, sir. Yeah. Gotta That's how they your, talked back then. Gotta get you a boiler maker, sir. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, mm. I mean, really that was the last talk? time. Oh, way back then, of course. Hey. Oh, hey, you didn't know that, Lamar? Hey. Oh my God! Say, go. hey, say, say, I'd gladly hey. take a burger off you today and pay you tomorrow. Hello, say, Mrs. Hey. Hello. Hey. Or do you have a better half, or would you like one? <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, like that's the last time Henry L. Williams was the last was the last head coach to have Minnesota in a, in a, a spot like this. And then on the flip side, you've got Nebraska, which was once like a blue blood of college football, had so much success in the seventies, eighties, and nineties, and now they're trying to find it again. And they've got a guy in Matt Rule who is a program builder from his time at Temple to Baylor. You know, Carolina didn't work out as well, but I, I honestly feel like they're, they're probably in a better position and will be competitive this year because of the foundation he laid. But that being said, man, like it's, it's culture, it's a program versus, you know, someone who's trying to get there, a team that's trying to build to it. So that's what I find really interesting. You, you find all these different, you know, storylines to it. And, and let me say this. Both of the quarterbacks in this game can sling it. Like both these guys, if you put them on, like if they were, you know, for example, Ohio State's quarterback, we'd be talking about them in a different vein, a different light. Mm. Personally, Jeff Sims, the quarterback who went from Georgia Tech to Nebraska, this kid's a stud. I'm telling you right now, like you're going to see it. You'll see it tonight. He is a stud. And I I think he'll be a big reason why Nebraska is going to have some success. It's going to be 80 degrees at kickoff. Oh, perfect. <laughs> well, by the way, welcome to late August, early September football. 80 degrees. Uh, who knows? Maybe there'll be a thunderstorm or something like that. Yeah, I do whoa, wonder. Whoa, whoa, Don't well, jinx us. My well, God. Hey, you, you of all people should know that's a problem, and it seems to follow you wherever oh, you it, it, It's only a problem when you bring it up. All right, well, mm. look, I'm just trying mm. to uh, to make sure. She's a brought up. Nancy. Just, just trying to let everybody know that that is a negative possibility Nancy. here. If you've followed it's been brought up. the travels of Brady Quinn covering college football over the past several years, there seems to be some weather issues that, that follow along with him. But nonetheless, the Matt Rule era does start there. I, I hope – I'm actually rooting for Matt Rule because I saw some crap that was being thrown around yesterday. So Matt Corral got released by the Carolina Panthers. And for some reason, they feel they need to make the point that, oh, well, that's like uh, 13 of the 22 draft picks that Matt Rule was uh, part of bringing in are now no longer with the Carolina Panthers. As if that's some sort of indictment on Matt Rule, and Matt Rule's the reason why Carolina struggled the past couple of years. Never mind the fact that they had a quarterback issue and they tried to go all in on Deshaun Watson and they didn't want Deshaun Watson at four years. They were only going to guarantee two years. But it's all Matt Rule's fault. So I see that and I go, I hope he gets a a fair shot at Nebraska and I hope he does well. And so I'm rooting for him. And also I'm rooting for PJ Fleck from the standpoint of a little bit of a rallying cry after the Northwestern stuff came out. You had all those bitter ex players that came out with those reports. And then you had guys that stood up for PJ Fleck. So these are a couple of guys that maybe a lot of people two years ago wouldn't root for PJ Fleck because they felt like he was a little bit more... I don't want to say obnoxious, but very in your face about his row your boat and all his beliefs. But after all that stuff came out, some feel good stories here. Motivated head coaches and college football programs. Motivated there. tight ends. What, what? What do you mean? Huh? Who? Eric Gilbert? Huh? What? Oh, it. oh man. What? Come on. Huh? Any Oscar? <laughs> he is well for now. I mean, he he's, was a Husker. <laughs> he's 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 got some problems though. Oh, We're trying oh, to help yeah. him out. Hey, that, right. hey, look, he didn't know the camera was on. He didn't know the camera was on? No. Would have been a if he would have known there were some cameras on him, he might have handled it differently. Completely different yeah. story. The camera. Let, let me ask you this, because you, you do hookah. Is hookah that do. that good? Uh, where you end up breaking in and, and robbing uh, a joint? Uh, it depends on if it's hookah plus. If it's hookah plus, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could get you could, plus. you could get what? to the place of where you do some things that like a streaming you service. Regret. What is that? What is huh? <laughs> yeah, really? Luca Plus. It? Y'all use the context clues. It ain't just shisha in there. It ain't. It ain't just tobacco. It ain't just shisha. It's sheesh. 
Excuse, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, ooh, oh, Yeah, there you go. Does that hookah look a little green? Uh, the, uh, no, not not when it's hookah plus. Oh yeah, because it's still taking on the color of the molasses or whatever it is that's that's on top of the on top of the. Um, I feel good. Tobacco, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look green. Well, listen, I blame the people that had the cameras on. You know, let let the guy enjoy himself. Right? If Stop that's what it is. That's the report. Privacy. It was that it was it was hookah that made him do it. <laughs> well, it was like a bunch of vape products, right? I mean, dang. I mean, it, you know, the same thing happened with with Kendiche, you know. He Those jumped vape out products? that window. Well, I vape, mean, vape products. He was doing the synthetic stuff and just thought he had wings. Oh, yeah. Hey, I mean, bruh, the easy vape. That'll, that'll, that'll vape get those products. guys. Man. Totally understandable. You know, they they call that vaping now. That was when it, they were calling it synthetic back then. It's just vaping now, my guy. It's like, you remember that movie, The Boy Who Could Fly? Yeah. Yeah. Kim no. D- Kim DJ thought he was, you know, the stunt double for that movie. No, I talked about R. Kelly yesterday on the show. Is it okay oh, no. if you sing R. Kelly when one jumps out the window thinking that oh. they could indeed fly? I mean, Maybe. can you sing the song? You know, we talked about Free Willy. We talked about... I believe I can fly. Yeah. We talked about Bill Cosby. Hey, by the way, he, do you think... You, uh, just be, being in the locker room, do you think when he came back that people were playing that song on the speakers when Kim no. DJ came back? You don't think so? He's a big I mean, mother mother lover, man. LeVar might have. I wouldn't have did that. I wouldn't have messed with him. That's a big dude. Yeah. Well. I coached him his, in, in the Under Armour game his, his senior year. He's he's a big dude, man. And he got bigger as, up, as big he went dude? on. Yeah. A big dude that believed he could fly from the fourth floor window. Yeah, you know, I don't. I wouldn't mess with him. Hey, Wait, no, he jumped out of a fourth floor window. No, nah, I don't know I what was, floor it was. I don't I'll know. Say, I, it just sounded good though. I mean, you got to have a little bit of time Damn. to see if your wings work. Let's just embellish it. It was the top of the Luxor. Let's be yeah, exact me. about this. He, he, he was floating for a little bit. <laughs> One would say before they hit the ground, they were flying. <laughs> This will be all right. Um, yeah, you got a strong back. Well, well. that being said, uh, we do look forward to the beginning of the college football Labor Day extravaganza coming up later on tonight. And again, you can see Brady Quinn and the Big Noon Boys. Yeah. 8 Eastern time, 5 o'clock Pacific, on Fox, Big Ten play to start out your year. And just get everything fired up here for a four-day feast of college football. Or is it fi- is it five days? Well, whatever. It goes all the way to Monday, but it starts later on tonight, so everybody's excited about it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Shout out to Delta Airlines. Oh, here we go, Delta. This is your captain speaking. (laughs) Delta Airlines did a fantastic job handling what was treacherous weather. Delta Airlines. All you cool cats out there. Delta Airlines did a great job. Except for the guy sitting behind me. Oh, no. Who was upset about the meal that he Mm. ordered. Mm. For whatever reason, he seems to think these flight attendants are there specifically to serve serve him like they're a waitress. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And so he, of course, makes all these complaints. What happened to the music? Oh, here we go. We're back. (laughs) He starts making all these. (laughs) All right. He's Say, to, man. Yeah. He starts making <laughs> hey, all these man. complaints and creating a ruckus. Now, granted, he was wearing a mask. What's so with the old jive? To, it was hard to uh, to get a sense for what the hell he was saying. Oh, uh, complaining was, through a mask? That's my favorite. Oh, yeah. He was and speaking jive through the so mask. At least, yeah. at least he's got the right mask on. Not a, but he is <laughs> lighting up. Lighting up these flight attendants because he got the wrong salad. And he's a vegetarian. <laughs> and oh it upsets his stomach if he has. I'm like, are you How serious, dude? You. And you're really going to complain to these nice ladies. And they were so attentive. They were so nice about it because of this dude creating an abs- absolute chaos mm. because he got the wrong salad. Mm. I was that- like, what was his? What was the difference in the salad? Did he order a Caesar and he got a club? Like, what are we talking? No, about? it wasn't. There wasn't like those sorts of options. There was like one that was supposed to be vegetarian, and I think like here's what I don't know, because again he's speaking through a mask, and it was hard to understand. But he he was saying like is, is apparently you can't eat cheese if you're a vegetarian. Some people don't eat dairy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So. He was mad because he had gotten a, 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 I guess, a salad that had cheese in it. Oh, jeez. Which, the, by the way, if it was the one I had, it was real. actually really good. Come on, man. But he was literally complaining about it, <laughs> telling how he was going to post online, and he Uh-oh. wanted to talk to their supervisor. It, it wasn't me. And it was it like, was, dude, we're, we're 40,000 feet in the air. There's no supervisor up here. Dude, okay? dude <laughs> like, cut, cut a fart and the cheese is gone. Like it, yeah. like it never happened. Cheese. It's not. That. What, what bothers me more though is, is like flight attendants are really there for like the safety of people, right? Like someone chokes on a chicken wing, they're gonna help give the Heimlich and some CPR. <laughs> no, they're are cocktail. They really? They're cocktail waitresses. Yeah. No. The, yeah, that's their actual job. That's what they're oh. trained for. I, I mean, that. everything outside of that's just a bonus. Yet people treat them a lot of times like crap. Like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I've never treated flight attendants like crap. I haven't either. In fact, in my younger days, I treated Yeah, <laughs> yeah you did. Uh, it, very it, well. All right, let's just, hey, all you cool cats out there. Yeah. In let's fact, uh, let's just stand the storyline. Let's talk about Lamar's well. travels. 
Back well, in the day, with you're, some blood you're tests. listening to this. The music might have to change for my story of my you're, you're older days of flight attendant uh, chronicles. You're listening to Stick City FM 99.9. Yeah, on the beat. I like it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Man, did I have some fun with some flight attendants yeah. when I was younger? They dog. become your carry on. <laughs> yeah. Whew, man. Let's did just you, say uh, I just did you check didn't want to leave the flight. <laughs> huh? Did you have to, or did you put it Gullivar. in the overhead? <laughs> Gullivar's <laughs> travels. Or did you slide it under your seat? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I yeah. was sliding, my G. Was, your boy was sliding oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, did you, uh, did you give her your wings? Her wings? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. You give her some of them wings? I mean, that box is checked off. I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. I mean, listen. <laughs> yeah. Check that box off with some Irish Spring, too. I'll tell you that. Well, one. I mean, afterwards, oh, you got to make sure that fresh, fresh scent. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, fresh you know. scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset that you need to own the day. Irish Ooh, yeah. Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. <laughs> yeah. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer today. This music is a freaking trip. Now it is. Uh, I don't know that y'all been paying attention <laughs> to the fact that the bit of music never stopped no, the entire time. Yeah. That was one set, man. I was great. All right. It, uh, coming up, by the way, in. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way. Call 15 minutes from now here on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. We had a, a record, a record that somebody eventually will try and break. So that'll be happening here coming up uh, again less than 20 minutes from now. We'll call it in between 15 and 20 minutes from now here on mm. FSR. But let's talk about somebody in the NFL. But changing subjects. Who has a different <laughs> can, can opinion. Can you do it in the Brian Gumbel? Yeah, do it in the Brian Gumbel. We've got to do Brian Gumbel. But please. let's move on. <laughs> So the story of the Indianapolis Colts, once a proud franchise based in Baltimore, then moved to Indianapolis, and now apparently are riding around town in a clown car. Their owner, Jim Irsay, eccentric, some would say intoxicated, didn't like his star running back's demands for a contract, but fell in love with a killer whale. And now here's a story about his general manager, Chris Ballard, who's got to answer questions about the entire ordeal. I tell every rookie that comes in, there's going to be a point when we disagree. And it's usually about money. And it's going to be hard. And just know that doesn't change my care level for you. I care deeply for Jonathan Taylor. And what sucks... I mean, the situation, uh, I'm not going to sit here and give you some rosy picture like, oh, this is just, everything's okay. No, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks for the Colts. It sucks for Jonathan Taylor. And it sucks for our fans. And relationships are repairable. When guys get emotional and take a stance, I, you got to have some, you, you know, you got to be able to work through those. <laughs> now to Braden <laughs> Quinn. For his thoughts, I'm Brian Gumbel. Uh, how often do you hear a general manager publicly use the word sucks? Like, <laughs> in all word. seriousness. Great word. It, it is. I just, you don't hear many people in that high of a position in any industry publicly say something sucks as much as Chris Ballard just did there, who, by the way, is really good at his job. He's a really good guy. Like, I, I believe that. Like deep in my heart, he does have the best intentions. Mm. But as you deep heard, in your there, heart. <laughs> deep, deep in, in my heart, heart man, <laughs> I care deeply about these players. <laughs> did, you, did you use that? Because that was a uh, Ursay in the tree leaners. Uh, <laughs> yes, that was, that was one deep of the in my heart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because he's now making up. It's so obvious with the messaging that he just get put out there that he's putting this on Jim Ursay without saying it. And he's basically saying, like, look, this relationship is damaged because of something that our owner said. And, oh, by the way, I care about these guys. Right. Like, like he's making it known that he's got a relationship with them that's very different than what the owner has. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I would argue with anyone like people can say, like, oh, it's about money. OK, well, it, look, it, let's see. Let's see if the Colts don't offer Jonathan Taylor then an extension 
and let's see if he ends up taking it. Because if they do, okay, then it was all just about money. But if they do or if they end up trading him on, then clearly they're, they're, they're both admitting that they just need to go their separate ways, either from a, a breakdown in communication or because Jonathan Taylor just said, I'm not going to play for an owner that doesn't care about me, that's publicly said he doesn't care about me. And that relationship is not repairable. Kind of mm. like the one with Shamu, the whale that just died, that Jim Irsay tried to oh, say. Oh, jeez. Mm. I'm just saying, you can't, you can't bring him back, man. God. Mm. That's unfortunate. Mm. Uh, by the way, it also struck me that, because Ballard, Jonathan Taylor was his guy that he that chose. Is, yeah. And it's, it's not like he was a first round obvious selection. He took him in the second round. And it was somebody that he identified and has been a home run pick for the Colts. He's been yeah. fantastic. When you can find an all pro at a position in the second round, like this, he's been everything you've wanted. And that was Ballard's guy. And Ursay possibly ruined it forever because he shot guys. His <laughs> like, so yeah, Ballard Ballard does seem frustrated, and I just wonder if at some point in the middle of that he was like, "Yeah, I'm probably going to get a call from Jim, but I don't care, guys. I'm just going to say what I want to say, and it's just going to be what it is." It just he's been put in a bad spot again because Free Willy wanted to shoot his mouth off on the back of a golf cart. <laughs> Hey, LeVar, if, if Jim Irsay was going to call Chris Ballard, what do you think he'd say? You know, I don't really. All right, here's what I, here's what I say that Jim Irsay would say to Ballard. Um, look, 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 buddy. I, <laughs> He's going to buddy I, him. I, I pay the bills around here. I um, I make sure that this, this ship doesn't go down. But if the ship were to go down, no one would care. The ship would still be floating. But you would not be the new captain of this ship. So please refrain from giving any type of remarks of saying it sucks as it applies to the Indianapolis Colts and how we handle our affairs. Now, I could let you get away with it this one time, just this one time. But if you do it again... Just got to let you know, if you were to die today, no one would care. Right. Life would continue on, my guy. You saw what happened to my black fish? It could happen to you. Damn. Okay, so I just Damn. wanted to let you know. Wow. Uh, just, just, just tread a little bit lighter on the waters that you are in while you are representing the Indianapolis Colts, which is a fine, fine, fine organization that has done fine work for many, many years before you, and it will go on many years after. Hey, I know we're splitting hairs here, but didn't that whale have some white on it, too? <laughs> just I, I'm, a, I'm a rainmaker. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> You would say that. I'm just saying, you, like you know, you, you Jonas Knox would say that. Well, it's like it goes to to the. Don't uh, we have to acknowledge <laughs> the other colors? Uh, <laughs> why didn't you say that the underbelly was white? Hey, yeah. do you know why the underbelly of of uh you know big big fish are white? Never you sees know? the sun. Huh? Never sees the sun. <laughs> my guess it's camouflage it actually looks like the sky yeah when they're looking so, up at them. so when oh there's, really there's fish yeah when they're wow. above, when the fish are that? below they look up yeah <laughs> the things yeah. you learn here but, on this show. i mean there is uh there's probably something to jonas's theory too though. yeah <laughs> it's not like they're tanning on their back why, do you, think I, true. why do you think i'm so pale <laughs> you know but you know orcas you know killer whales which by the way aren't whales they are uh cousins to the dolphin they're actually a big ass dolphin oh really porpoise yeah they're yeah they're porpoise i was gonna uh, say if john if jonathan taylor had a comedic bone in his body he should show up and report back in a hartford whalers jersey just 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 you could probably find a free willy jersey couldn't you yeah probably (laughs) or a shirt i mean yeah which whales are mammals as well or maybe just have sea world just a sea world t-shirt great call is sea world even still a thing anymore yeah i think so they just can't like sea world it like really sea world it i don't think they really advertise it but i think it's still there yeah i think it's still there 
I mean, it feels inhumane, but yeah, it's, people it's, just people don't feel comfortable going to SeaWorld anymore, huh? Oh no, there's plenty of people who go. Yeah. They go. Yeah. Yeah, there's a market for that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't feel comfortable about it, but there's a lot of people who do. Yeah. They're like, "Damn, I could see a whale." <laughs> you know. I like, mean, if, if it'll hell be, yeah. If, if, if it <laughs> means see that whale. if it means getting the kids out of the house and getting them tired yeah. before their nap, you'll do anything. How much? You got. Five <laughs> bucks to go see a whale? <laughs> right. Sweet. We're Give there. me some dipping dots too while I'm there. <laughs> Play beer pong with I their like blowholes. I like dipping dots, by the way. Yeah, dipping dots. I really dope. like dipping dots. I don't understand why they're not more like mainstream. Like they they're like only in certain places where you get them and have them and they're good. But like every time you have dipping dots, you're like, this is a great idea. Are the dipping dots the one that came on the paper? Or those the old school dots, like back in the day. Remember, there was like that candy oh, that Jesus. would that would stick to the paper. Yeah, yeah, that's the know what you're stuff. talking about. We're Don't talking try to about transition ice cream, to your man. 1960s candy. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're on ice cream. Dots. How about you? I know it has dairy in it. Don't, I know it has dairy. Don't you ruin my day, there, Braden. Whoa! Don't worry about my dots. What was that? Whoa. Was that the 1930s? <laughs> 1900s. I'll eat my dots, and you'll have nothing to say about it, there, sir. She step right up. Come see, see a whale. You want to see a whale with some dipping dots? <laughs> Indeed. Well, hmm. want to see a whale? Huh? Hey. Um, somebody call Dick Tracy. We got a <laughs> we got a caper that needs to be solved. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Dynasty the king, uh, king. Uh. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, The Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards. The guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith presents the Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right now we welcome in Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. Albert, happy college football four or five day, 87 game slate weekend. How are we feeling here? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I, I, I think we have a quarterback, so I feel okay about that. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I'll be in, in South Bend in three weeks too. So that's when we'll really find out. Ooh. All right, that'll man. be uh, that that'll be a fun one. I feel like there's a lot of. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest with you, uh, Albert, and and then there's two like schools of thought. Like I get it, it's Navy. Navy's going to be bad this year, but it's hard to deny. Like Sam Harbin looked really, really good, really clean. Like, yep, I, I get it. And there's a lot of Ohio State fans who are like, oh, it's just Navy. And I was like, okay, like keep keep saying that. Like you guys keep feeling that way because Ohio State fans feel really unsure about your quarterback situation. It's almost like they're a little bit scared to admit it, but that's that's where it's at right now. Oh wow. Yeah, I, I hate to admit this, but I may or may not have been one of the people that was like ready to bench CJ Stroud after the Oregon game two years ago. So mm. I uh I, I early on early on I, I think I'm gonna uh I'm I'm gonna learn I, I'm gonna learn from that experience of a couple of years ago and I'm gonna just kinda keep my mouth shut for the first month with whoever's in there and let the thing play out. Um I I, I would say yeah, like you've definitely got a you got a better quarterback situation than Ohio State has right now. I would say that three weeks. <laughs> it's not even debatable. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think there's any. Qu- I mean, what is it like? Forty-five or fifty starts to zero. Start? Uh, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not hard to to, to come to a conclusion it, on that. You one. know what's crazy too, Albert? I was talking to uh, one of our researchers last night about we've got Minnesota, and Nebraska. I'm here in Minneapolis now, and like if Jeff Sims was the Ohio State quarterback, like he would be able to, to crush it there. Like there's so many good quarterbacks around college football. And I think if you look at the Ohio state quarterback position, as long as you can utilize the talent you have around you, like you're going to be good. But yeah. to me, like this is, I don't want to say a drop off, but there's a lot of other guys that I think out there that are just as talented, if not more that are in different situations right now. Jeff Sims, yeah. the, the quarterback in Nebraska is in one of them. It's, Jeff Sims is an interesting one. And I, I, I know there have been some stuff out there about, you know, Ohio State at one point sniffing around Drake May at the end of last year. Um, you know, I, I, I think the one thing is, you know, again, two years ago, no one knew who C.J. Stroud was. So I think you got to give the guys who've been in the program, um, you know, a minute and, and, and see where it goes. But it's, it's so interesting because it's such a different environment now, too. Like, this is the conventional way of doing it, right? Like, but – so many programs have um, pivoted and decided to do it another way. And, um, you know, that's, I think, what makes this time of year so interesting is it's almost like free agency, right? Like there are so many quarterbacks that are going to be, that we know of, um, that we've heard of, that we've watched play, that are going to be in new uniforms this fall. Um, Albert, as we uh, transition over to uh, somebody else that was in the Big Ten for a long time and played at a high level, Jonathan Taylor, when you hear Chris Ballard's comments yesterday, does this seem like something that is repairable as he wants it to be, or are we already past that point and he goes on the pup list and eventually he's going to get dealt? I mean, I, I hate to say it, but it almost sounds like it's something above his pay grade, doesn't it? Like, I mean, I and, and there aren't very many levels above his pay grade, I'll put it that way. Um, but, you know, I, I think this has been a really frustrating thing for, for Chris Ballard and for Shane Steichen and 
Um, I, I actually think those guys would be amenable to doing a deal with, um, with Jonathan Taylor. At least that's the sense I get. And, um, you know, this is a really tough spot for Shane Steichen to be in as a first-year head coach because, uh, and, you know, LeVar and Brady know this. Like, the locker room pays attention to everything a first-year coach does. Who, who, you know, who, who's going to be rewarded in the new program, what they're going to reward in the new program. And, you know, Jonathan Taylor is not only one of the productive and best players in the team, um, he's also one of the most respected and one of the most well-liked players on the team. And so, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of head-scratching in that locker room and looking at it and saying, this is the guy that you're going to war with. Um, and that's a tough thing for Chris Ballard to manage, and I think that's why he – tried to strike a sympathetic tone yesterday and certainly is a tough thing for Shane Steichen to deal with. Um, so, um, you know, I, I, I think ultimately this is one of those that's going to be up to the owner and what the owner wants to do. And, you know, I, I think absent a new contract, this thing's going to be ugly the rest of the year. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you know, so he's out the first month of the season. Does he come back in October? have, you know, a, a strong three or four weeks to get traded, I, I, I certainly think that that would have to be on the table right now um, unless the owner pivots from, from, from where he's been over the last couple of months. Yeah. What about the Chris Jones situation, A.B.? Like, how does that compare? Yeah, it's a little different, LeVar. I would say, you know, everybody in the Chiefs building wants Chris Jones in, and um, you know, obviously Chris Jones is putting his money where his mouth is, and uh, making his point, you know, I believe today, tomorrow, he's up to two million dollars in fines, um, and those are fines that can't be forgiven um, under the under the rules of the CBA. Um, and you know, I, I, you know, we're what I think that the Chiefs open a week from tonight, right? I think that's right. <laughs> the days are running together, but um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I, this is different in that this is about the market. Um, they want to pay him, and. You know they want, but they want to pay him at the level that the defensive market is at right now, and they don't want to pay him the outlier contract. So they want to pay him, you know, incrementally more than what Jeff Simmons got in Tennessee, than what Quinton Williams got from the Jets, um, which is you know right in the twenty-four, twenty-five million dollar range. Um, and he believes that he deserves the outlier contract, which was thirty-one million and change, almost thirty-two million that Aaron Donald got. And in a way, it's not dissimilar from um, the Calvin Johnson situation 10 years ago. And I don't know how many people out there listening remember this, but Calvin Johnson's contract was a total outlier. And it made it really difficult for Dallas to re-sign Des Bryant and for Denver to re-sign Demarius Thomas. And I think that's probably the best comp right now for this situation in that, um, you know, you got a team on one side that's willing to pay to, to, to give a guy a market deal and, re, and reward him, but there's one outlier contract sitting out there, and that's what that what what, what the player in question is going after. Hmm. All right, Albert, let's get to a fun topic. Uh, what the hell are the Patriots doing at the quarterback spot? You've only got one on the active roster, Mac <laughs> Jones. Uh, I know I know Zappy cleared waivers and signed back to the P squad. They can bring him up, move him back down a few times. Uh, what's the plan? So uh, the plan is to bring in a veteran, um, you know, and I think a big part of what happened, Brady, um, over the last six months um, was slowly, I think, but surely the, 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 the Patriots started to go back to what they've done um, traditionally and what they did um, over Bill Belichick's first 22 years there, which is back to a more quarterback-centric model where um, the quarterback is going to be responsible for more. And they think that leverages Mac Jones' greatest strengths, right? Like, so the quarterback's going to make the mic call. The quarterback's going to set the protection. The quarterback's nice. going to be for everything. And Love they're going to do that. They're going to go back to what they have been. That's not what they were last year. And I think, like, what they tried to do last year in simplifying things brought the best out in Bailey Zappi. But as they went back to what they were doing before, they moved further towards Mac Jones' strengths and further away from Bailey Zappi's strengths. And Bailey Zappi playing in a more traditional NFL offense didn't look the same. I mean, he looked right. like a practice squad guy over the course of camp and, and, um, and, and preseason. And that's not an insult. That's just what it was. So, you know, what the, what the Patriots' preference right now would be is to lead Bailey Zappi in the practice squad, try to develop him mentally um, a little more over the next year or two, and bring in a veteran who can be a resource to Matt Jones. And whether that's Colt McCoy trading for Case Keenum, whoever it is, um, they want to get somebody in there who can play the offense they're going to run in a pinch. 
and that's not Bailey Zappi right now. And um, again, like I think you can speak to this, Brady. Like getting a veteran guy in there can be good for a young quarterback, um, you know. And so I, I think that they want to give Mac Jones that sort of resource again, whether it's Colt McCoy, Case Keenum, somebody like that. Yeah, Albert Breer, I mean, it makes a ton of sense. Uh, Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. All right, so the training camp tour is in the rearview mirror. That being said, most impressive and least impressive team you saw on your training camp tour, Albert Breer. Now you're talking like surprises, like kind of like what because there's the obvious, right? So San Francisco is super impressive. Um, their roster is loaded. Cincinnati, I was there when Burrow was down, and even without Burrow, um, they look really, really impressive. Those are my two Super Bowl teams. I'll tell you the one that I think a lot of people aren't paying attention to that I think is a really it's going to be really good, and that's Seattle. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I know there's focus on Geno, and, and whether or not Geno can get back to the level last year is an open question. I think he can. Um, but look at the rest of that roster. I mean, they had six, seven rookies starting every week last year. And they think this year's rookie class might be better than last year's with Devin Witherspoon and Jackson Smith and Jigba um, and Derek Hall and, and, and Zach Charbonnet. So, like, I think Seattle's the team that kind of caught me off guard a little bit. Like, this, this, the, the, winning the NFC West might not be so simple for the Niners. Um, the one that I was kind of, like, caught off guard, guard by, and we'll, we'll circle back on this one to the top of the call, um, the Colts looked okay when I saw them. Um, at the beginning of training camp. Then I saw them again because I was in Philly, um, and they happened to be uh, doing a joint practice with the Eagles that day. Uh, they um, they look a little rough around the edges now. Oh. And <laughs> I just – I don't – I don't know which way this is going, but it feels to me like it's some – and, and what was a, lot, a little alarming to me was at, at some key spot, I've just got questions at corner, at left tackle. Quarterback is going to be an up-and-down year. We know that with Anthony Richardson in there. Um, their receivers, are they good enough at receiver? You know, so you, you, you have these premium positions and, um, you know, edge rusher. You have these premium positions. It's like, what are they going to do? And it's not that they don't have the players. They do. They've got Shaq Leonard. They've got Quentin Nelson. Um, you know, if maybe they'll have Jonathan Taylor, maybe not. But you just look at, like, the most important positions on the field, and you're like, ah, God, that does not look great. So, um, so yeah, maybe Anthony Richardson will have Marvin Harrison to throw to next year. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'll give you I, – I, I, I thought you might throw Pittsburgh in there as one of those teams the that Steelers, has uh, – Yeah, I, I think the Steelers are a team that's on the come, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't get to their camp, LeVar, but um, they are – like sneaky, like you know, I'm doing this quarterback poll, right? I do this every year, and I I ask GMs, head coaches, OCs, quarterback coaches, um, give me who you think the top five quarterbacks in the league are going to be at the end of the year. I've gotten a few votes for Pickett inside that top five, um, and he looked really good in the preseason, and he's got like people around him now, you know, like between Pickens and Deontay Johnson and Pat Fryermuth, Najee Harris behind him. They draft a left tackle, Broderick Jones, and you know the defense is going to be pretty good. Plus, they finished the year. I think they were eight and two down the stretch, right? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that 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 AFC North is going to be a bear. There's not a bad team in that division, and Pittsburgh certainly. It wouldn't shock me if Pittsburgh somehow found a way to win the North. I got one more for you, Albert. Um, Minnesota's a 13 win team last year. There's no buzz. No one really talks about them really making a run. I'm not sure if you got there or not, but just kind of curious, like, why are why are people – I mean, Brian Flores comes in to coach the defense. I think it's a better fit for the personnel they have. I'm just kind of curious why people aren't looking at them as a legitimate, like, playoff contender in the NFC, given what the NFC looks like. Yeah, I, I, think, I think a part of it – well, I mean, I think a part of it is people, like, habitually underrate Kirk Cousins. And I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is, like – not saying he's Holmes or Allen or Burrow, but he's a pretty good player. Um, so I think that's part of it. I think, you know, a, a big part of it is I, I think you have to look this up. I don't have it in front of me. I think they were 9-0 in one-score games last year. So, you know, part of it is probably you figure that's not going to happen again. And if they play that many close games again, then that's going to be a factor. And then um, Yeah, but let's but say – let's hold on. But let's, let, let's say they, 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 you know, lose four of those. 
So they're a nine and eight football team in that instance. Like maybe give them a right. win two or here. Like I, I don't know. I, I kind of looked at. I, I kind of look at it and just go, "What am I missing? Like why are people? Yeah, I, I mean, look, given how bad their defense was last year, and good and good good systems on both sides of the ball, right? Like you know that. Yeah. Like we know we know Flo can coach defense. We know um, we know Kevin can coach offense. So. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I think that I think that program's in a really good place. Now, the question to me is, like, you are taking some key pieces out, and this was sort of their reset year. This was when they were going to go in and they were going to kind of reset their cap, right? Which is why Adam Thielen's gone, why Dalvin Cook's gone, why Eric Hendrickson's gone, why Peterson's gone, right? Um, now, I think a lot of whether or not they're able to get back to where you're talking about, like to that level, is can they develop young players to fill those spots, right? Like, so Jordan Hicks, Brian Asamoah at, at, at linebacker where Eric Hendricks used to be. Um, you know, what does Madison, K.J. Osborne look like next to Justin Jefferson, Alexander Madison, and Dalvin Cook's old spot? They've got young corners to replace Pat Peterson. To me, that's the question, you know? And you still have some of the guys that were uh, a huge part of, of what they've built over the years that are back there, too, you know? I mean, Neil Hunter's still there. Obviously, Harrison Smith is... Um, I think the dean of the entire operation now, and um, it's huge to have him in the in the fold. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a big part of it too, is that you're resetting at some key, key positions, and it's going to be on you know Kevin and and Flores, not just to you know build great build build, build good systems and call good games. It's also going to be on them to develop a lot of young talent in some of those spots that have been held down by those guys for so long. Get him on Twitter at Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Always kind enough to join us here on a Thursday morning. Albert, we appreciate it. We'll do it again next week as we get set for Lions Chiefs to kick off the season. That's right. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, there right, he buddy. is, uh, Albert Breer, dealing with, uh, uh, like, apparently Killer. on the set. Killer of, was ready to get him. On the set of Cujo. Yeah. So uh, hopefully everything goes well there at the Breer household. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.